Welcome to Real Paranormal Activity, the network. Entertainment you'll enjoy. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Foss Corporation, LLC. It would appear and disappear just like that. We caught one on video going through the doorway down the hall. I was uncomfortable sitting there, but at the same token, I was afraid to move because are they all around? I was alone in the basement, and as I was setting my camera up, I heard a voice behind me. It startled me, and I looked around, and it was at that time that I saw a movement down the hallway. So I was double freaked out. It was a panic moment. My heart was pounding. There's something there. You don't know what it is, and you want to leave. But you can't just go running out because it's a maze down there. If you go the wrong way, you end up in a huge room with several offshoot rooms, not where the staircase is, that lead you out. I finally found the staircase and got up the stairs as quickly as I could. This is uh, Sean Clark, author of Voice in the Dark, lead paranormal investigator for Voices in the Dark, and you're listening to the Real Paranormal Activity podcast with my dear friend Aaron Hunter. Welcome. I'm Aaron Hunter, purveyor of paranormal stories, the occult, and the unexplained. Welcome to RPA. I hope you enjoy your stay. Hey guys, Aaron here, and it is Monday, December 7th, 2020, episode 245. How is everyone out there around the world doing? And man, I am glad to be back. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know I've been gone for a little bit of time, but trust me, I wasn't slacking. I did take a few days off there, but uh, you know, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff I had to do, obviously putting the shows out, uh, marketing campaigns, emails on a daily basis. And, of course, uh, looking for new shows for 2021. We found a few. And, you know, making uh, appointments for uh, interviews. And so uh, I wasn't completely slacking. I still had a lot of things to do. But, yeah, I'm back. And speaking of shows, last week you might have noticed no shows came out. It was a very slow week. Video shows and the uh, entertaining short film came out. But I should have put out a audio announcement for you guys but uh, Britt did put an announcement on the Facebook page and so some of you got the news and all it was is that uh, Mr. Aaron Frail wanted to take the week off and also Terry wanted to take the week off so you got to have some time off I say no big deal so that's what happened last week but they are back I am back 
we're all back. And how was everyone's Thanksgiving out there over here in the States and abroad? I hope uh, you had some family time, hopefully some good food, hopefully no fighting, no fist punching, right? <laughs> and of course, uh, we had some problems as usual, rioters, uh, statues being toppled. It's a shame. It's a shame. But hey, that's about it for announcements. So let's get the show on the road. And you guys know what that means. Oh yeah, man. Come on. Say it with me. Say it with me. Yeah, that's right, man. To the story then. Follow me right this way. No pushing, no shoving. And the fires are going. Oh man, it's nice and toasty in here. As usual, you guys know what to do. Grab a beanbag over there in the corner. Find an empty spot on the floor. And there's a lot of you new guys here. And please, please... Keep the beanbags away from the fires. Those things melt, you know. And as usual, I'm going to get behind my desk here. Get comfy. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, man, it's good to be back in the seat. And Britt sent the packet over by email. Let's take a look here. Oh, yeah. Okay. We got a short one, a long one, and a medium one. All right. Okay. Let me take a quick sip of my green tea here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, man. It's so good when it hits the lips. All right. The first one. This one is by Shanks. And it's titled, Woman Outside. Okay, Shanks. Let's see what you got, man. A few years ago, in about 2010... I was outside, facing the back door that leads into my house, and feeding my rabbits. My house is very close to my neighbor's, so I was about as close to his house as I was to mine. Anyway, I was done locking the rabbits up for the night, and I stood up. I then felt something behind me, but there was nothing there. I then felt it walk closer behind me and whisper right in my ear, it was a woman's voice, and for some reason, it felt like she was on her tiptoes behind me. My neighbor is an old man, and his wife died a very long time ago in a hospital. And so I thought maybe it could be her, but I'm not sure. I'm also not sure if what she said was meant in a bad way or not. I ran inside and never told anyone because... I didn't think they would believe me, even though my dad has had a lot of encounters with the paranormal. In 2012, our house got extended so that on the ground floor there are two more bedrooms and a bathroom. One of the bedrooms is now mine. To go into my new room, you have to go through what used to be the back door. This makes me uncomfortable as I know I heard that voice in the place that is now my room. Even if it was a good spirit, it still scares me. My room is also very cold all the time. It's attached to the warmest room in the house and I still have to put another whole layer of clothes every time I go into my room. My parents blame this on the room being badly built. And maybe that is the reason. But the other bedroom that was built is my brother's, and his room is as warm as the rest of the house. I also got locks on both the bedroom 
and bathroom doors that only opened from the inside of the room. However, more than once I have tried to get into my bedroom and found it locked. And once I manage to get in my bedroom, I find that the bathroom is locked as well. My family all say it isn't any of them, and I don't see how it could be, really, if I'm honest. I am worried that the woman still doesn't believe that I'm home and that she's in here. I love RPA. And that's from Shanks. Shanks. Oh, man. Thank you very much for sharing. Love the story. Creepy. Especially that last sentence. <laughs> um, yeah, that could be annoying. And it doesn't seem to be doing too much, does it? Does your, your other family members, though, they're not experiencing anything, it sounds like. They're making up excuses. This is a hard one. But uh, we have had stories in the past where, uh, you know, one, one family member is being targeted for whatever reason. And so that whole go home thing, that's interesting too. Hmm. Yeah, this one's uh, kind of curious. But yeah, so far, you know, it's being playful, locking doors, like you said, thinking it's the only one that lives there <laughs> yeah uh, thank you very much Shanks great story alright what do we got what do we got next yeah if uh, you guys uh, think my uh, voice sounds a little bit different a little bit more rough yeah I I think I'm coming down with a cold of some sort got the sniffles that sort of thing so you know I'll try to I'm going to try to keep it down a little bit so it's not so rough. All right. This one is by Emperor, and it's titled Swinging Door. Okay, Emperor, let's see what you got, man. When I was living in my old house in London with my mother, father, and two sisters, I used to be frightened of our downstairs bathroom. I'll tell you why. It started off when I was around eight years old and I'd be downstairs on my own watching a movie while my mom would be in the kitchen, which is directly linked across the bathroom door, and she'd be on the phone doing whatever moms do. I was sitting down and noticed the clock was about to strike 8 p.m. I was thinking my dad wasn't home yet. I then heard a creaking noise and my head shot towards the sound and the door began to slowly creak open and then close shut. It wouldn't close completely or at least I thought it didn't. I shrugged the thought off. I just assumed it was the window inside the bathroom. I continued watching the movie and then I heard the door open again and my head turned towards the door again. However, this time, the door remained open halfway and confirmed that the wind was in fact directing the door. I got up to check if the window was open because my mom might have left it open while cleaning out the toilet. I went inside the bathroom and looked around towards the window and noticed it was closed and locked. I began to get scared the feeling gradually increasing to a point where 
I ran to my mother and informed her what just happened. And she shook it off, telling me I was imagining things and that I was paranoid. I refused to believe it. I sat back down on the sofa and continued viewing my movie when I noticed the door was shut. I focused on the door. I could have sworn I left it open. That was the first serious experience. The second experience which scared me the most, more, when I was 11. We were looking at a new house to move to, and I was saddened that I was moving out of my house I grew up in. By now, I had forgotten the door experience, and I hardly remembered what happened. Little did I know, that night, when me and my four cousins were downstairs sleeping in the living room, that I was going to be reminded. It was the day before my sister's birthday, which is why my cousins were over. There were seven people upstairs, including my mom and two sisters, and five downstairs, including me. I woke up in the middle of the night, approximately 2.30 a.m., if I remember correctly. I needed to go to the loo. Forgotten of my past experiences, I went to the toilet, finished, and returned to my sofa where I was sleeping. I remember closing the door completely, and the window inside was closed as well. I had a habit of always locking the bathroom window and every other window which was open. Prior to sleeping, we were discussing about my grandfather, who had passed away when I was seven. He used to joke around and tell me I was his favorite, and I remember specifically him always spoiling me with gifts. Out of interest, I stared around the room, first to the clock, and then to the back of the joined living room to the toilet. I noticed the door was creaked open. I turned my body to a more comfortable position. I swear I closed the door, I thought. I shrugged it off and I heard the bathroom door swinging open. My eyes shot straight to the door and my cousin was awoken by it as well. He looked to me and whispered in a very low voice, You saw it open as well? I nodded and looked back at the door. We both got up, turned the lights and closed the door together. Heading back to our beds, the two of us closed the lights and looked at each other and began to speak. We were discussing the door incident and my granddad again. My cousin, who is five years older than me, joked around saying maybe it was granddad who opened the door. I smiled slightly, but the thought scared me a lot in reality. Then coincidentally, the door creaked open ever so slightly and then stood there. I ignored the situation and fell asleep in fear. I woke up the next morning and I spoke about the occurrence to my mom. She then looked at me with a weird expression and said, I had a dream about your granddad. What a coincidence. After that night, I never noticed or saw the door do anything out of the ordinary again. I don't know what it was, but all I knew was that door was moving and it was not mind tricks. Nothing happens twice out of coincidence. Uh, thanks for reading. And that was an emperor. Emperor. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for sharing. That's a great story. Um, I hate 
I hate things moving around, especially doors, you know, at night, early in the morning, uh, when everyone's asleep. It's just, uh, to me, that's just spooky. Um, and yeah, this, uh, it very well could be something happening there. Is it your granddad? I don't know. Um, the first coincidence was when you were young. So there's a huge time span there. So that's kind of interesting if you think about it. But, uh, yeah, it looks like that's all it was. And yeah, I don't blame you, man. Uh, that would have stuck in my mind for the rest of my life. Uh, thank you very much for sharing. Oh, man. Sorry about my voice. It uh, looks like it's going out. <laughs> so we have one more story to go. Let me take a sip of my green tea real quick. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Oh, by the way, uh, question for you guys. Are you guys enjoying the new category, uh, entertaining short films? Uh, we haven't gotten any complaints, so I'm assuming, you know, when that happens, uh, I guess you guys don't mind it. And uh, again, for you new guys, the reason why we did that is just in case while you're browsing the network, uh, just to give you guys something else to watch. You know, it's not necessarily paranormal shows. Uh, it's all kinds of shows from indie creators. And I got a soft spot for people creating things on their own, so... You know, I decided to uh, distribute their work. So I enjoy them. And it seems like a lot of other people enjoy them. So I'm just wondering if you guys want to give me some feedback. Good. If not, I'm just going to assume, yeah, it's good stuff. Okay, what's next? What do we got? This one is by Nia. And it's titled Vanishing Water and the Large Cat. Okay, Nia. Let's see what you got, man. This is my first time on RPA. I am a well-educated young aspirant. I have never believed in spirits and ghosts. In fact, I am a total atheist. Anyway, in spite of this, there is this one incident that I have no explanation for, as 20 years old and studying engineering in a well-renowned college. The area that I lived in was a little bit away from the hustle bustle of the city. Uh, my family and I had rented this big house that was about 30 years old. Ever since we moved in, I had this feeling that I didn't belong there. Anyway, my grandmother was ill at the time and lived in a small town nearby, so many times my mother had to visit her to take care of her. This meant that I was alone in the house on many occasions. One such day, my mother had gone to my grandma's. She had instructed me to do some typical house chores as I had a holiday that day. One of these was to fill up the steel container with water. We usually store water in this 18-liter container for the purpose of drinking because the water supply is not continuous in our area. The supply is only for four hours in the afternoon in which time we need to stock up with water. So, at around 2 p.m., the supply started. This container was kept at a height, and so I had to get up on the kitchen platform to fill it. I distinctly remember getting up on it and spending about 15 minutes to fill up the tank completely. After I was done, I got down and started doing other chores when suddenly I heard a soft meow 
from the storage cupboard under the stairs. This cupboard is stocked up with all the things we own that don't fit into any category in our house, but we think are too important to throw them out. So it is always closed and we seldom open it. So when I heard that soft meow, I was uh, surprised. But I thought I had imagined it because I was tired with all these chores and dismissed the thought. As I was tired, I decided to make myself a cup of tea. So I took a vessel and went to fetch water from the tank that I just filled up. I opened the tap, and surprisingly enough, no water came out. I thought something must have broken on the tap. So again I got up on the platform intending to take the water from the upper opening. But to my shock and utter dismay, there was not a single drop of water in it. The theory that the water must have leaked out is not true because I checked for any leakages but there was none and also the tank and the area around it were completely dry. However, I thought there must be a good enough explanation so I started filling the tank again. As soon as I started, the meow sound from the storage came again but this time distinct and loud. I decided to check it out so I left the tank and went to the storage cupboard. As I got nearer, what I assumed was a cat making a racket inside the cupboard, I opened the door, which was locked by the way, and out ran this cat. It was not our garden cat, but a different one. It was bigger than most cats and was brown with patchy black spots and a very bushy tail. It ran out looking frightened and made for the back door and bolted out. I was so puzzled by this as the door to the cupboard was locked and it had no other openings. Still being a strong skeptic, I shook away the thought and went back to filling the tank. After filling it up, I made myself a cup of tea and before drinking it, I again checked if the tank was full. It was. So I started my laptop and watched a few episodes of my favorite TV show, Friends. Soon my mother came back with my dad and she asked me to fetch water as she was extremely tired. So she asked me whether I had done the chores and filled the tank. I said yes and went to bring her a glass of water. But again the tap did not work and on checking I found the tank empty. I told my mom what had happened but she is even more skeptic than I. She thought I was lying and assumed I had forgotten to do my chores. She didn't give it a second thought. I knew that no amount of convincing was going to make her believe what I experienced. So I dropped the matter and continued with my life. And since then I have no weird experiences. Except that the thought that I do not belong here stuck with me. A year after that we built our own house three lanes away and moved out of that rented one. I love the stories. And that's from Nia. Nia. Holy cow. Thank you very much for sharing. Yeah, what can I say? Um, being a, a rational person myself, uh, that would make me scratch my head and I would be constantly thinking about it. Trying to figure out all kinds of ways. Trying to figure out even impossible ways. You know, but you know, uh, not magical. So with you, um, 
as you already said, uh, you're educated, you're aspiring to be an engineer, you're a methodical thinker, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah, I can see why that bothers you. And this is the only experience you've had, uh, if you want to call it paranormal. It's a pretty interesting story with the cat in the locked cupboard. You let it out, you know, it's bothering you. You keep on, you fill the tank twice. Yeah, I, I would just scratch my head. Not scary, but yeah, it's just, uh, and like you said, it's not leaking. That's a big tank. There'd be water all over the place, wherever it may be leaking. Uh, interesting stuff, man. Magical, almost. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say, but hey, thank you very much for sharing. And that was from Nia. And that is it. That's the last one, guys. Sorry about my voice. And uh, yeah, uh, feeling kind of weak. I guess I do have a cold coming on. But don't worry. Don't worry. And just remember that uh, tomorrow, brand new show of Aaron's Horror Show with Mr. Aaron Frail. And Wednesday, another brand new show of Terry's Mysterious Moments with Terry from Texas. And remember, go ahead and listen to us on all the major audio platforms, such as iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, etc., etc. Watch your day fly by while you work. And don't forget about the RPA free app. Just do a search for Real Paranormal Activity, the podcast, and download it today for free on both operating systems, Apple and Android. And I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. And be safe out there, will you? And I am calling it. The show's been produced by myself and Britt, and is also made possible by LaFosse Corporation. And man, we love you. Oh yeah, we do. As always, thank you, and good night.